This podcast contains explicit language. Viewer discretion is advised. This week on the Mock Justin Podcast. Chris Jericho isn't tranquilo. He's fucking crazy. What the fuck is happening to SmackDown? And Lana is the best. Lana number one. Turn it to 11. It's time to take it to the max. Dangerously built along with the walking wrestling encyclopedia and knowledge champion, Mike Larkin. Ooh, what can I say to that? Oh, yeah, I know. Los Ingobernables de Japón, kiss my fucking ass. <laughs> the, the great thing about English-speaking wrestlers in New Japan is they get to say fuck a lot. Yes. Because they're not going to censor it. That whole thing was great. Los Ingobernables de Japón, kiss my fucking ass. Naito. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up. Coming for you. Fuck face. And then Naito just is laying there in the middle of the ring. He's like, oh, what? What? what, He say something? (laughs) I loved every second of that promo. You know, this match may even top Jericho Omega. I think it will. I think it will. I mean, the build-up is already close. Mm Mm-hmm. He's going to do the same thing that he did for Omega. He lost Omega for the U.S. title. Now he's probably going to lose tonight for the Intercontinental title, but it's going to be a tremendous matchup. And I'm kind of, in a way, looking more forward to him and Naito than him and Omega. And him and Omega was excellent, but I'm really much more looking forward to him and Naito. Yeah. no, Nobody looks like a badass losing like Chris Jericho. No. This is just <laughs> fucking amazing. Like this turtle, you know, goes back into a shell because he knows Chris Jericho is the man. All right, well, we're going to get into stuff now, but before we do, uh, just remember, people, you can catch up with all the latest Max Wrestling news, episodes, and history at maxwrestling.net and at Max Wrestling UK on social media. And if you're watching on Facebook and YouTube, there's also a hashtag at the top of the screen. It's Max Wrestling. Yeah. Now. Ugh, raw. Ugh. I felt like I ate raw food watching it um i watched the first hour live then i gave up and went to bed and then i just kind of skipped through it the next day god what an awful episode poor bobby lashley poor Sami Zayn. i was very happy for a couple of those guys because i've noticed them on the northeast and a couple of them were kurt hawkins's boys and creative pro the shook crew but god that ain't no way to make a tv debut no, they friggin' they're dressed up as women, pretending to be Bobby Lashley's sisters with you know, with the broom and the and then the fucking helmet and the towel and Bobby Lashley's all amused by it and then friggin' Sammy Zane wants to haluba kick his head off, then he gets all pissed 
And Sammy gets out of the ring. Then he beats up, quote, unquote, his sisters. I'm sorry, but I really don't care about Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Nope. And the way it went down was weird because, first of all, Bobby Lashley comes out smiling. I mean, he he should be pissed off. Mm -hmm. Next thing, uh, I can't even remember what he said. Sami Zayn says something, and instead of answering him, Lashley just sort of went silent, stared him down. There was a very awkward silence for like a minute, and then Sami left the ring. It was just fucking bad, dude. And I really, like I said, I'm not looking forward to Lashley and Zayn. Then on the other side of things, we're going to get Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal, which, yay. And he speared him through a wall, remember? A wall. A wall. Not, not, a, not a sheet of cardboard placed over not a, a corridor. No. A wall. I, I don't care, Daz, and I'm sorry. I mean, I thought the tag match was good this week. And obviously we're going to get Seth versus Jinder for the Intercontinental title next week, but I don't care. And I'm sorry to say this, but I don't care. It... We're stuck in this little pickle with Roman Reigns again, because it's not, again, it's not that we hate him. It's the way he's booked. And he just had to come out in that segment, didn't he? Because, you know, he's defying authority. He doesn't care what Stephanie McMahon has to say who's back. The only good thing about Stephanie this week was probably the fact that Ronda came out and said, hey, Steph, how's your arm? Yeah. Uh, now, some people pointed out um, maybe Stephanie should have still been wearing a brace on her arm or something, but, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, everybody knows a broken arm takes about six weeks to heal. I don't know if it was actually, quote, broken, mm-hmm. um, but that was six weeks ago anyway, so it, kind of, it made sense. She didn't need one. Yeah, and I thought the fact that they did the whole thing where she was kind of pitting Ronda and Nia against each other, just going back and forth, putting them against them, because, you know, it was it was mission accomplished. It was ultra heel stuff, but I'm looking, on the way, I'm looking forward to the matchup, but as I said, it's been built too soon. And then you see on the other side of things that Natalia has qualified for the Money in the Bank ladder match, and they're pretty much shoving Natty and Ronda down our throats, so... I don't know if it's going to be a deal where Natty wins the money in the bank, Ronda wins the championship, which she shouldn't win right away, and Natty cashes in on Ronda. I think it should just be a one-on-one where Natty screws Ronda because, like I said, they've been shoving it down our throats, but we shall see. But obviously the matchup there is Natty versus Ronda. Yeah, I mean, first of all, Stephanie playing the role of the Miz and stirring the pot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match is tough to call right now. Um, as Stephanie fucked up a line as well by saying she's going to oversee the contract signing for the women's Money in the Bank ladder match between Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> they're not um, Money in the Bank. <laughs> I, I didn't know any if anybody else picked up on that because nobody was talking about it and it should have been talked about. Uh, but yeah... I can't pick a winner in the ladder match unless it is, as you just said, but my prediction is that Natalia just pretty much screws Ronda during the match. That way we don't get a title change. Then we get the feud between Ronda and Natalia, and nobody has to complain about Ronda getting the title too soon. Yeah, like I said, that that's the way it should be. But then again, this is WWE we're talking about. Yeah. And then next, next week we got the second chance gauntlet with all the women. And... Okay, that's it's whatever. 
Um, what I did think was quite a funny and not whatever, though, was Matt Hardy and Dash Wilder. That athleticism, it was wonderful. <laughs> so you got Matt and Bray beating the Revival. Uh, we got the B team getting another one over Fandango, so that's why I'm saying the tag title match will probably be Matt and Bray against the B team. Yeah, I still don't know if they're going to do anything with Bo and Bradle. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think they've ever addressed on TV that they're actually brothers. Did they or did they not? I have to think. They may have done oh, it in NXT, think... but not on the main roster. I think Michael Coleman mentioned it the first time they had. That's not very. That's not a lot of brotherly love there. Huh. Uh, yeah. I do kind of like what they're doing with uh, the B team, though. I mean, it's nice to see them actually get wins as well. Even if it I'm is very a breeze angle. It's just, it's great to have them, you know, being pushed. Um, speaking of something that's kind of not being pushed, and I really am tired of sick and, and sick and tired of seeing it, fucking Bobby Lashley and Elias for the fucking 10,000th time already. Rude. Bobby, oh, Bobby Too many Bobbies. Rude, <laughs> Too many Bobbies, my apologies. Bobby Rude, not, yeah. not Bobby Lashley. Bobby Rude. How, how, how do you fuck up Bobby Rude so badly? I mean, we talked about it last week, how, how different he is. Um, from his TNA days and how people obviously don't really see what he's all about and they should go and check out 2012 Bobby Bobby Roode I nearly said last year then as well <laughs> um, it's 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 disheartening to see what they've done with Bobby Roode I mean Elias gets the win with the drift away and I'm like can we just end this already yeah I mean it's nice to see Elias get a win again but yeah I mean, Bobby Roode's a former two-time world champion. He should be higher than he is right now. It really is. It's just disheartening. And I'm just like, meh. I'm, I'm totally meh about the whole thing. What I wasn't meh about was Stephanie McMahon taking over Kurt Angle's office and Kurt Angle just chilling out there in the uh, backstage <laughs> area. It's I love quiet. what you've done with the place. Oh, you know with the place, Kurt. Oh, and... Yeah, you first. Uh, they also proved us wrong last week. He wasn't going to pick Jason Jordan. He was going to pick Jared Gable. Which, speaking of that whole thing, yes, Dolph got the win. Please tell me we're not going to get Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre against the reformed American Alpha. Uh, I mean, reformed American Alpha probably wouldn't be the worst thing. It was probably the most anybody's like Jason Jordan. Yeah, but, uh, man, like I said, the whole Raw kind of felt meh to me. Um... The only thing I really did enjoy was the main event of Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. I thought that was entertaining. I like how Braun just rose up from the uh, from the crowd there and like right behind Finn. I thought that was a great visual. Oh, speaking of great visuals, crushing out Apple and Finn's expression. Oh, that was tremendous. Ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did, like I said, the only thing I really did enjoy the main event there. Yeah. Um. Probably the only. The first time we've seen Finn literally just get the snot beat out of him. Mm -hmm. I mean, towards the end there, he was kind of in la-la land. Yeah, but like I said, it made for a great match. It, it showed Braun. Braun kind of gave him a little respect at the end. He didn't go back and kill him again. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean... I think I mentioned this in the group. Congratulations to Christina Marie and uh, Allie Rex, Northeast Town. They're part of the conga line for No Way Jose, getting opportunities. Um, no Way Jose and Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin won. 
that's nice. Yeah, ni- nice, uh, nice way to get on TV, but at the same time, God, this gimmick. Then, I, I don't, dude, I don't care. I and I hate to be like this because the whole show is mad, but I don't care about No Way Jose and Baron Corbin. I mean, I guess being in the conga line isn't exactly bad because if we look at how many people were in Rose Rosebuds, yeah. I mean, we got Braun Strowman, Becky Lynch, Elias. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're doing well for themselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the gimmick just makes me switch off. I don't really care. I don't care about you dancing to the ring. Show me what you can do in the ring. Exactly. And he could do great in the ring. I mean, he had great matches in NXT with Austin Aries and Bobby Roode. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, apart from the conga line, you don't really know what Jose is about, though. I know, which is unfortunate. And then every time I see Baron Corbin, I'm kind of like... Ugh. And never only fallen from grace. That's what I'm saying, man. It's just, like, as I said, I really hate to be that about Raw, but Raw was kind of meh. And out of everything that we kind of just brushed you, did I I miss anything? Uh, Only Ember Moon and Alexa Bliss. Okay, that was was all right. But, you know, just accentuated Ember more, and obviously Ember's going to be a key player in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. Um... She, she's doing well for herself as well. Nice, of course, to see Alexa put her over. Alexa clearly doesn't need shoulder surgery, Mr. Meltzer. <sighs> I mean, well, one thing I will say about that, Eclipse off the ladder. You know when Eclipse off yes, the ladder. Yes, it has to happen. It has to happen. Oh, speaking of fucking Meltzer, Mr. Oh, she's going to have shoulder surgery. Yeah, how's that going? <laughs> fucking, yeah, Impact's going to be on Tuesday nights. That's going to be the substitute for SmackDown. Uh, That's what he's predicting. Why? why? Why would USA go anywhere near Impact when they didn't even want them when they were good? Well, I think Pop is very happy with them, so they're still going to be on Poppity Pop, Pop, Pop. Yeah. Obviously, we got the news that Fox is going to have SmackDown in October of 2019. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, if... WWE knew Impact was going to move to um, was going to get the Tuesday slot. Do you really think that they would sell SmackDown to move nights? They love cock blocking Impact. That's kind of what they do. Yeah. They love just putting the cock block right in Impact. And now we're going to get SmackDown back on Fridays starting uh, October 2019. What do you think? Uh, I'm pissed off. Not so okay. much that they've gone to Fox, um, or that they've gone to three hours, because SmackDown's killing it right now, and I think they can do three hours better than Raw, but the fact that it's back to Fridays. Yeah. I don't want it on Fridays. I don't want it taped. I don't want to wait five days between Raw and SmackDown. For one thing, it's going to fuck up this show. Mm-hmm. And for another thing, it's just going to be like Impact. We've got to avoid spoilers. Even though, yeah. even though I don't really see any spoilers, I don't pay attention. But with SmackDown, I do pay attention. And I do too, man. It's just, yeah, that's how I kind of feel about it too. Um, now does this mean I think they mentioned pay per views too? We're now going to be like four hours. Yes. This brings me back to Vince's XFL announcement when he was, uh, uh, while watching a three-hour game is uh, laborious at times. So we're going to have Raw and SmackDown both three hours. We're going to have pay per views four hours, and we're going to have Big Four pay per views five hours. Okay, that makes sense. It, it can be quite laborious at times, Vince. 
it's just it's too long. I mean, I'm probably obviously we're gonna check them out, but just it just four hours for that? No, it's just you're gonna make it too long for the week because you already got and you'll have three hours of raw on Monday. Then you would have. 205 Live on Tuesday, or is 205 Live going to move to Friday on the network after SmackDown? Who the hell knows there? So if you're going to make you know SmackDown three hours next year, so that's that's about eight hours of TV as opposed to seven hours of TV that we get with Raw, SmackDown, 205, and NXT. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing. What happens with um, 205? On Tuesday, is that going to stay on Tuesdays or is that going to move to Fridays because they usually tape it after SmackDown? Mm-hmm. <sighs> just, it's just so meh. Why couldn't Fox just take Raw? I don't know. Because it had to take SmackDown. They probably saw how bad Raw was. No, 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 we'll have, we'll have SmackDown. <laughs> they said, fuck it. They said, fuck it. Speaking of something to fuck it, dude, I saw your tweet. I gotta give you props. Impact under pressure. Oh, the under iron. Pressure. pressure. Push it down on me. Push Why? it down. What a company that's been struggling for about, I don't know, six, seven years financially and in terms of roster coming and going. Name a pay-per-view under pressure. Well, it's a Impact special on Thursday. It's technically speaking not a pay-per-view, but still, why would you name it under pressure? They've, they've been on the verge of bankruptcy three times. So they call a special under pressure. I, it, what you? <laughs> it's like putting a sign on yourself saying "kick me." Well, speaking of under pressure, Austin Aries is going to win back the Impact Championship. Spoiler from Pentagon Junior. So Pentagon was the champion for a month. Way to go! Yeah. Uh, okay. Which you have fucking June thirteenth coming up with Lucha Underground. You know how cool that would be to have him walk in as the Impact Champion and the Lucha Underground Champion, which he is. But no, we're gonna have him drop it a couple weeks before Lucha comes on TV. Well, that, that's kind of what Impact do, isn't it? Um, I mean, we've we've got a live pay per view, so we're not gonna have any title changes. But then we're gonna change all the titles on the following taping, which isn't gonna air for another couple of weeks. Yes, and I mean, I've I've seen Impact. It was meh. It was okay. I thought there was some solid stuff. I'm really digging Sue Young. Uh, obviously, Rich Swan is going to be wrestling Austin Aries coming up very soon at the One Night Only show, and he's going to be doing the Windsor tapings. Um, Tessa Blanchard and Madison Rain and Under Pressure. Of course, Madison Rain's there because her husband is there. And uh, yes, I know you could say as much as you want that she's she's wrestled, she goes to company, and then she comes back. You know why she's coming back to Impact? Because once again, that's where her husband works, and Impact will always welcome you back, Madison. Again, because your husband works there. You did Women of Honor, which was great. You had a WWE tryout, which went nowhere. So, of course, you're going to come back to Impact. Are you against Tessa Blanchard? Meh. As I've, I've said, Tessa Blanchard, I watched her versus Kiara Hogan, and no disrespect to Kiara Hogan, but again, she's still green, and I'm looking at this match, and I'm like, why didn't WWE pick her up? Mm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, she doesn't need to be there. And like no. I said, she's an asset. She's an asset wherever she goes, Tessa Blanchard. But I'm like, the girl should not be here. It seems to be a trend. A lot of um, women are coming into Impact because their husbands are already there. Because Impact needs women to fill the blanks, to, to fill the gaps. Because all the ones that they've established are gone. 
Madison Rain, though. Madison Rain. I mean, I used to like Madison Rain, but... Dude, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it's like ship sailed kind of thing. Yeah, it's just like... Ugh. And then... It's just... It's just so frustrating. Just and then the impact under pressure just makes me laugh. <laughs> like you, it just makes me laugh. And then their actual next live pay per view is Slam Anniversary, as I like to call it. Oh shit, we're still in business. Yeah. That's not until July twenty second in Canada, because of course it's go- and I've seen the venue. It's actually very nice, but of course it's in Canada. And uh, let, let's just see how many championships don't change hands and then do change hands the next night at Sapiens. Oh, and I was wrong, by the way. Eli Drake and Scott Stein did not lose to LAX. They lost to DJC and Andrew Everett, which congratulations to them. They've worked very hard. But I think that they're going to lose it to LAX, who now has Eddie Kingston with them. So I think their reign's only going to last about two weeks. So is Scott Stein sticking around, or is he gone again? I don't fucking care. (laughs) I'm sorry. And I know Scott Steiner brings you guys that controversy, but Scott Steiner is just... He's not... He's not Scott Steiner anymore. They're going to bring him back just in time for Slammiversary to get, yet again, zero reaction. So Eli Drake signs a two-month extension. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say that right now. I, I totally think which he's Which would cover the Slammiversary. Door. Yeah, which again, then again, that's why I said I think he's totally out the door after that, but we shall see. Mm. If he ain't out the door, dummy. Yeah. Yeah. But Whatever. And I'm sorry if I'm very meh about this, dude. It's just that Raw was kind of meh. This whole thing is kind of meh. SmackDown I was okay with. I did like the main event on both shows. I mean, we'll get to SmackDown. I thought Daniel Bryan and Jeff Hardy was what it needed to be. But like I said, man, this whole week of wrestling so far for me has kind of been meh. NXT kind of saved that for me because one of the greatest heels in professional wrestling, Tommaso Ciampa, was on there again, and we'll talk about Tommaso. But, yeah, I think NXT kind of saved it for me this week. I think SmackDown kind of saved it for me. I really enjoyed it this week. Um, actually, I... let's get into SmackDown now. Yeah. Because um, it's very fresh. I only watched it this morning. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, uh, kicking off with Ms. TV and the New Day was a good segment. Finally, a good use of the pancakes. They're not just randomly, you know, dishing them out to people. They actually had a purpose. Shame. Shame. Shame by pancakes. And I thought Miss and Biggie, Biggie, Biggie was fine, which it le- I guess we learn now that Biggie is in the money of the bank. Yeah, I mean, that was rumoured um, uh, last week or the week before uh, that it was going to be Biggie because apparently he's in line for a singles push if or when a New Day breakup. I mean, maybe he could have a singles push with New Day as backup, but he doesn't have to compete in tag team matches all the time. Um, to be honest, I don't really see the New Day ending anytime soon. I mean, a lot of people have said they've, they're not selling as much merchandise as they used to. Um, but they've got a new t-shirt by the looks of it from what Kofi was wearing, uh, Pancake Power. Um, they're still pretty entertaining, especially this week. I thought for, yeah, that that was very good, like very entertaining segment. The bar got involved. Oh, so Miz won. Kofi's step off Cesaro's shoulder was insanely good. Dude, that was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. Again, and he's so the... underrated. He really is, but he unfortunately, they don't see anything in him like as far as heavyweight title division. They just always see him as mid-card. Um, and again, we go back to, Christ, it's like nine years ago now with uh, Randy Orton. 
Yeah. Kofi could have been something big. I mean, that brawl they had in Madison Square Garden was brilliant. That was amazing. The boom drop off the barricade there. I mean, I thought that was great. But, again, they think of it as a mid-card, and then, you know, next week we're going to get the New Day against the Bar and the Miz. Yeah. Um... I also kind of like the touch of Miz kind of walking off, and then as soon as he gets to Gorilla, boom, there's Paige. Nope, get back out. Go. Come on. Go. Go. I like that. I like that, too. That was very cool. Um, what else can I say? Oh, Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah. He wants competition, um, and he beat poor Kevin Bennett. A.K.A. Jake Constantino. Yeah. Jake, uh, that was that was that was his name supposed to be Jake Constantino? Well, that's what it's listed as. Um, okay, yeah, it, it's Kevin Bennett. He's a <laughs> for those who don't know, Kevin Bennett is a uh, independent talent. He wrestles for Smash Wrestling, who which is in Canada. Um, so yeah, it was good to see him get his uh get 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 some shine. But then Andrade killed him, which I'm gonna say this right now. You know they're doing this whole thing where you know Zelina Vegas begging for competition for Andrade. I can see who's probably going to answer that competition. And you know who I think that they're going to have Andrade feud with? Mm, let me think about this. Who's not doing anything soon? Actually, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it was Jeff Hardy. Okay, if not Jeff Hardy, that that's actually a good choice. But I was not going to originally say Jeff Hardy, but I'd like to see that match. You know what I was originally going to say? All right. Randy Orton. Oh, wait, no, Randy Orton's out. So, yeah, probably Jeff Hardy then. I forgot Randy Orton yeah. tore his, what was it, the MCL, ACL? Yeah, something like that. And I was uh, about to say, I mean, no disrespect, but meh. Um, <laughs> I find it hard to care about Randy Orton feuds. Me too. And, and it's no disrespect to Randy. It's just like I, I didn't care about, well, the Jeff Hardy feud I was going to end about because I was so, I actually, I did enjoy their match at um, Backlash. I actually thought that was better than expected, but yeah, I'm kind of man about like a Randy Orton feud. I think what you mentioned about Jeff would be good. I'd like to see a Jeff Hardy Andrade Cien Almas match. Um, but yeah, that would be cool for Andrade. I think Andrade has, you know, great future ahead of him. I think he's going to be awesome. And to be honest with you, well, Selena Vega. I mentioned it before we got on air. So obviously more page leaks, and apparently we had Selena Vega leaks this week as well. See, good. It's it's a tough subject. I mean, personally, I hate the fact that these leaks are happening. Um, mainly because we all know how low it page hit after it, and also the reactions she gets. I mean, all people calling her all kind of names. It's like, she's like a twenty, early twenties girl with Dude, sex Get over it. Yeah, she's the same age as me. Well, she's a year younger. She's 25, I'm 26. Right. So she, she's in her mid-20s. She's got a sex life. Get over it. It's not like she chose to have those pictures out there. Mm -mm. Brad Maddox. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> Brad Maddox. Yeah, and, and the fact that she very publicly uh, said how it affected her last time, and yet people are still doing it, is just pretty pathetic. Um... I mean, the, the good thing is a lot of these dirt sheets that report it, it's like, well, we're not going to post any links, but this has happened. Um, I also like the touch right at the end. Like, you can probably find them somewhere. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so I haven't seen any of them, any, any of the new ones. Um, so I wouldn't know where to find them. 
meet. I just know that they're out there. Be honest with you. I just know that they're out there, but I have not. I have not seen them. Same with the Zelina Vega one. I know they're out there, but I have not seen them. Yeah, I, I do know. Um, I think one of them maybe involves Xavier and Brad Maddox again. What a coincidence! Uh, um, of course, of course, Brad Maddox is involved. God, Dick. Fucking yeah, just uh, it's just it's just just people with their invasion of other people's privacy. It just gets me mad. Uh, so if it is what we what we think, and somebody's deliberately you know um, sharing something they've already got, Brad Maddox, um, and it's not hacking, then it's even more creepy. Because yeah. what's the purpose? There's no fucking purpose. It's just ridiculous. So, speaking of something that's not creepy or not done on purpose, uh, we got to see uh, Carmella being her heel self and moonwalking out of there, talking about she's going to beat Asuka. I liked her holding up Asuka's little, like, little face mask there, which I thought was cool. It's, again, it's Carmella being a heel, mm. so I enjoyed that. Also, on the women's side of things, we saw Naomi beat Sonya Deville to qualify for Money in the Bank because, of course, Naomi's in it because she won the women's battle royal at... Uh, WrestleMania, so hey, Naomi's in it. It Naomi is there because, because just because, and just that's because. been the case ever since last year's WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, when the title, just because. yeah, just because I got no problem with Naomi, but it's just like, all right, we get it. Nah, you know she annoys me. I know, I know she annoys you, I know, it's okay. And well, well, I think Mojo annoys you more, but yeah, I know you're not a fan of Naomi as well. I mean, I, I don't dislike her, I mean, she's talented, I just don't see the big deal about her. You don't feel the glow, Daz? No, I don't feel the glow. Um, And, Jesus, Naomi versus Sonya Deville has got to be an, an epileptic's worst nightmare with those two entrances. Hello? I'm an epileptic. Exactly. I mean, how flashy was it? It was very flashy. Jeez. I had to look away when somebody's <laughs> doing those punches. I'm about to say, man, you're pulling on my heartstrings. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm an epileptic, so yeah, I got to look away. I don't want to go. I'm, I'm doing more seizures than when the boogeyman used to come out before oh. smashing the clock over his head. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of something that, you know, didn't make me seize, Lana is the best Lana number one. Lana just, in like, I don't know even how long that match was. She just hits the X Factor, one, two, three. Lana's in the money in the bank. It, it was a minute and nine seconds. Oh, my God. Happy I, Lana Day. I don't know how they did it, but Lana's celebration was such a feel-good moment. <laughs> you were just like, oh, my God, yes, she's in the money in the bank. It's happy Lana Day. And the crowd immediately started chanting Lana Day. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, well, Corey Graves makes that every time. She's like, "Happy Lana Day, Phillips! <laughs> Happy Lana Day, Saxton!" It must be Rusev Day, but Lana Day every seventh. Oh my god, Corey <laughs> Graves is amazing. <laughs> and then friggin' friggin' Peyton Royce slaps Aiden English, then Lana slaps her, takes out Billy, gives her that roundhouse kick, X Factor one, two, three, whatever the Machka. But <laughs> yes. They made that, but still what I don't get is Lana said pretty much hinted that Aiden English is holding Rusev back, but then again, now we're all best friends. Yeah, I I don't know whether they 
had a U-turn or if it's... I, I don't know. I don't get it. Oh, my God. If she wins the Money in the Bank ladder match. I, I can imagine a lot of people will be upset. I wouldn't be. I would be 50-50. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I'm also a fan of Carmella, so, we'll, you know, I can't really say anything on yeah. that. Like, I'll be honest with you. Oscar necessarily does not need to win the Women's Championship at Money in the Bank. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. We'll probably mention this when we do the prediction show for the um, Money in the Bank in a couple weeks or something, as well as with TakeOver. But I'm just going to say Carmelo's going to cheat, and then Oscar gets the win at uh, SummerSlam in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, I can't see Carmella beating Oscar clean. No, she's, she's going to cheat, but... Speaking of the other money in the bank, well, we mentioned Lana and Billy Billy Kay. We mentioned Naomi and Sonya Deville. And we mentioned that the women is going to be there. But we also found out that Shinsuke Nakamura, be quiet, is going to take on AJ Styles in the last fan standing match. What's the stipulation? Stipulation? Pillow fight! <laughs> oh, that's right. The King of Soft Style. <laughs> I mean, we, we mentioned it in the chat, but are you kind of disappointed with this AJ Styles Shinsuke Nakamura feud? Uh, I'm very, very disappointed with the feud, uh, mainly because of the match quality, but I'm enjoying heel Nakamura, so it's kind of, it's a seesaw with this one, yeah. yeah. I mean, did you like the beatdown of him just got one, two... <laughs> Three, and then he kinshasas him. Four, five, it, and then you know it doesn't work like that, Shinsuke. If you touched him again, you got to start from one again. You got to start from one. <laughs> you don't keep like going on, Shinsuke. But okay, last man standing match. Okay. The only problem is we know it's going to end in a double knockout. Again, well, we highly suspect it's going to end in a double knockout. We're not well, Dave Meltzer. We don't know everything. Yeah, no, we don't. But it's just like we can suspect that it'll be another double knockout, and then that'll set up the blowout match for SummerSlam. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, especially after last week now, the matches are going to get better. Um, WrestleMania. Meh. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It was just average. And... Maybe that was because we all had such high expectations for it. Um, yeah. Well, it was just to set up the angle of Nakamura turning heel, and then we had Backlash, which was double ding-ding shot, and then, yeah, now I mean, he got that sense in it. The thing with the Backlash match is, obviously, it was better than WrestleMania, but it just yeah. had a shitty finish. And then the SmackDown match was, like, the best out of the three so far. Yeah. And that wasn't for the championship. Of course it wasn't. Um, of course so yeah, hopefully the last man standing match is better. Um, it's probably going to go to SummerSlam, so we're expecting a double knockout, which is unfortunate because I think they're dragging it now. Um, I think it's actually just a shame WrestleMania and SummerSlam are so far apart because they're trying to stretch it from one big pay-per-view to the other. Well, we're talking about pay-per-views here. It's a very nice segue as well. We have a new match announced for Money in the Bank as the club beat the new the Usos, I almost said the New Day, the club beat the Usos uh, to become number one contenders for the tag titles. Now we're going to hit the club and the Bludgeon Brothers for the tag titles at Money in the Bank. Hmm. Uh, I 
think the tag team division is kind of dying a slow death. Uh, I mean, I saw something, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, that WWE have given up on their tag team divisions. And that's not hard to believe because there's very little creativity in on both Raw and SmackDown when it comes to tag teams. Ooh. Um, you know what it is, too, man? I think this whole setup for the tag team match and the title match itself at Money in the Bank, it'll probably just lead to Bludgeon Brothers retaining, and I think the SummerSlam match has to be the Bludgeon Brothers versus Sanity. Yeah. Do we still not know when Sanity are actually debuting or? No, it's just been like going for weeks and weeks and weeks that, oh, Sanity's coming, Sanity's coming, Sanity's coming. So we don't necessarily know when they're debuting yet. Or Chaos is coming. Well, Chaos is coming. Excuse we me. are. <laughs> yeah, it's tremendous. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. And that's another thing with New Japan. I'm looking forward to Okada and Omega 4. Oh, yes. Like, like it's, it's a gift just... that keeps on giving. Like, you see, I'm already smiling again because I'm looking forward to Dominion so much. After having a shit raw, Dominion makes me smile. SmackDown makes me smile, too, just going out over it again. What what doesn't make me smile and just kind of just makes me shake my head is Big Cass hurt himself again. Yeah, again. Again. Um, I don't know why they showed him backstage, though. I mean, that that was it. We didn't see him again. What, so why was he backstage? Just because so we could see him limping and being pissed at his hurt. <laughs> Fucking big Cass hurt himself again. I mean, let's just think about this. If he's injured, he's not cleared. Why is he there in the first place? To just, to just like, chill, skip backstage, hop, hobble backstage is the word I was looking for. Mm, just that he came back too soon. He just came back too soon. And then I watched the Daniel Bryan match at Backlash, and I'm like, oh god, I feel so bad for Daniel Bryan. But then, you know, he kicked the shit out of him last week, and I was happy. But, yeah, just Big Cass came back too soon, and he definitely needs a lot of work. Mm. Um, I mean, I always said he needed a lot of work on the mic. Uh, Ring-wise, he's not, he's not terrible. Um, as Butcher calls him, he's a poor man's test. That's what he is. That's <laughs> legit what he is, and Butcher's not wrong on that. It's just fucking, like I said, I prefer Big Cass over his former tag team partner there, which, thank God, Impact has sense and is not going to sign him. I'll say that all day, every day. But, yeah, that's that's all you could say about that. And he annoys me, too, fucking, fucking Enzo, you piece of crap. That's the thing. Like I think Butcher said it best, like, the last time. Um, friggin' everybody can, like, oh, he's innocent, oh, he's innocent, the charges were dropped, the charges were dropped, he's still a dickhead, and nobody wants to hire him. Yeah, I mean, um, all due respect to the legal stuff. Yeah. We still don't want to see him. Don't, don't defend him, please, just don't, don't fucking defend him. As, as a human, for all that stuff, I'll defend him. Um, yeah. But wrestling-wise, nah, I got no interest. You got no interest either. What I did have interest in was the main event. Daniel Bryan and Jeff Hardy. What you think of the match? Oh, fantastic. It was great. And I'm so glad it was a clean match. Um, because last time we had Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, and of course Nakamura interfered. How many dream matches are we getting now with Daniel Bryan since he came back? We've had AJ Styles, we've had Jeff Hardy, we've got some more. Now we got Joe. Up. Oh. 
which I'm very happy for. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, I know Daniel's winning because they want to get friggin' Ring of Honor SmackDown over here with Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe, which I think is going to be a great Money in the Bank qualifier next week. Um, what do you think about Daniel Bryan now using the heel hook as one of his finisher or maybe his new finisher? This is what I was going to say. It It's even better that he's facing Joe and they're trying to get this whole ROH thing going because... He's a much more vicious Daniel Bryan. That he's more he's more Bryan Danielson now with all the submissions and the hard style. Um, he's not doing all these risky, crazy running drop kicks anymore. He's not doing diving headbutts. He's a yeah, as CM Punk described him. He's a serious submission specialist again, and that's awesome. Especially all we need going is... up against Joe. Exactly, and all we need back is the uh, you're going to get your fucking head kicked. Oh yeah. You just got your fucking head kicked in. Head kicked in. You got your fucking head kicked in. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm looking forward to just Daniel and Joe is going to be amazing. I think Jeff did very well in the match. And personally, I enjoyed it. I really enjoy it. I like their promos leading into it, talking about, we're going to blow people's minds. And hey, and Jeff doing his thing. (laughs) Daniel Bryan just being all, you know, pumped up. I thought everything all it was executed very well and i thought both guys worked hard i'm looking forward to daniel bryan and samoa joe i i like your scenario i'd like to see andrade and jeff i think that'd be great but yeah let's see where it goes yeah uh, i wouldn't uh have anything against andrade very quickly winning the u.s title either mm-hmm. um because jeff done done a good job of it but he doesn't necessarily need it uh, i mean he's a good mid-card champion and my, my original pick for Jeff was probably have him face Shelton Benjamin. But, yeah, I like the idea more of Andrade. Yeah. Um, also, like the fact that Joe didn't overdo anything. He kind of waited for the match to finish, got in the ring, got him down in Brian's face, and then just walked away. I like the whole, Daniel, Daniel. And yeah, I like that whole, that whole dichotomy. Oh, next week's going to be good. It is. How much of a U-turn is it, though? I mean, it was only a few weeks ago we were saying SmackDown is boring, Road Dogs killing it, now Raw's boring, and SmackDown is the A-show again. It is. I mean, like I said, just fucking... Uh, it's just... It's just... The, the turnaround is amazing. Uh, so, uh, we are going to take our break right now when we come back we've got nxt and more stuff to talk about so we'll be right back after this there's no need for a battle thousands of men don't need to die I don't believe that giants and ghouls and white walkers are lurking beyond the wall. My reign has just begun. Relive the story so far. Throne Zone Season 2, coming this summer from Danger Zone Productions. I'll take it to the end. I'll take it to the other side. I hear it screaming. It's coming Des, can I ask you a question? Of course. How about the resurfacing of Ashley Freed? Wait till the butcher finds out. <laughs> he knows already. <laughs> Just when you thought it was safe to podcast again. <laughs> he wrote, I do feel let down by Impact as a UK fan. 
and the bad time it was us that keep impact going and impact was betting wwe or beating excuse me well he wrote betting but he means beating (laughs) wwe and rating here nowadays it all about us and canada and we fell forgotten about I not asking for a lot, been nice to have some taping here to show us the love back that we have given them. And they say UK is hot right now, but not picked anyone up from the UK for a while now. WWE have taken the best here. Okay. Um, so they did do some shows, and I can't believe I'm defending Impact, but they did do some shows in the UK um, just a couple of months ago, um, part of the WrestleCon. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I mean, obviously they can't, they they're not big enough to do their own tour anymore. Um, God, I went to the last one. I can't remember when it was. It was two thousand fifteen or sixteen. Um, yeah, I think it was sixteen. Cause it was just before the broken Matt character. Um, and he's well, they're face turn. Oh, that was tremendous. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, but they are coming back in September with. Rev Pro or whatever that company is that they're working with, which again, yeah, Rev Pro is pretty big. It um, is, but again, this is the company that can't stand on its own. Yeah, they can't stand on their own two feet. So I kind of get where he's coming from, but at the same time, they have done shows in the UK lately, so which they have. So yeah, you know, if you wanted to see him, you could see him. Yeah, freaking Ashley Freen coming out of the woodworks, man. <laughs> Fucking out of nowhere. <coughs> Uh, so speaking of EC3, um, mm-hmm. cut a nice promo this week uh, from his lovely home, um, which we've seen with our uh, somebody who's been on the show a few times, Johnny Ferrari. Uh, if you want to see more of EC3's home, or it may have been Johnny's actually, I can't remember where they were, but just take a look at Gentleman's Bet on YouTube. I thought that was great. I mean, it was just great building up EC3 because you want to see him get back in the ring. Another promo I liked was what you think about Bianca Belair? I, I like that they're building her. Um, obviously, NXT's women's division needs rebuilding after uh, Raya Squad, Absolution, Ember Moon all went up. Um, yeah, I mean, she she's a tough one to describe because uh, she's kind of this nice... She looks like this nicey-nice sort of trendy girl and then she's all vicious and nasty and whipping people with a fucking massive ponytail I I love the girl man like I said she's only been wrestling for two years but she's amazing yeah I mean they're right when they're saying how fast she's risen Um, it was only probably a year ago when we saw her for the first time as uh, just like a jobber well, yeah, she was in the um, Mae Young Classic, and I gotta say this about the Mae Young Classic: Did you see that? Uh, oh God, what's her name? The the girl from Stardom, uh, Sheree or Sharai? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, now she lost the World of Stardom title, and I think she does have WWE interest. Mm-hmm. That would be huge if they get her in the Mae Young Classic this year. Yeah, uh, I mean we had big things come out of it last year, so only natural that we can have more big things this year. Uh, especially, like like I said, with all the gaps now in NXT's women's division. Well, speaking of the women's division, what do you think about the upset this week? Lacey Evans beating Kyrie Sane. Uh, again, we're seeing more of Lacey. She's being built more as well. Uh, also, Dakota Kai is um, kind of becoming the new Bailey. <laughs> now, Dakota Kai, as far as that goes, I liked how she got all tough when Shayna was getting in her face, and she goes, we'll see about that. And I like Shayna taking the step back like, whoa. 
I was not expecting that. I've been bullying this girl for the last couple of weeks, and now all of a sudden she's standing on her own two feet. All right. Yeah. So that makes that makes me hooked to see her and uh, Shayna Baszler for the women's championship next week. Yeah, um, Shayna Baszler's really, really growing on me. I didn't like her the first time I saw her, but yeah, she's really growing. <clears throat> I, I, that's all I really can say, man. I'm just I have no words when it comes to Shayna Baszler. I think I saw her in the May Young Classic. As we all did, and then you know she got that NXT, and I was kind of meh. But as the women's champion, she's like you said, she's grown on me. I'm liking this whole like you know, oh, I have the I'm the leader of the women's locker room, and if anybody's got a problem with that, step to me. So I liked her her cockiness, and I think she's doing tremendous and doing wonders with the championship. And I like the fact that she's got Nikki Cross waiting in the wings, as you know, face your fear, Dakota, face your fear. I got a question. <laughs> so. I like it, man, and I like Dakota Kai just sticking up for herself, which was great. I think just the women this week were accentuated well. And speaking of somebody that was accentuated well, all right, so what do you think about, again, we're getting more heels, man, the cheating of TM61 Heavy Machinery. Tucky, they're coming at ya. Oh, we walked away. Walked uh, away. <laughs> I really don't know what to make of Heavy Machinery. They lost again. That's all you can make of it. They lost the War Raiders, and now they lost the TM61. The now heel TM61. Yeah, I mean... I, yeah, I just... I don't know what to make of that machinery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you expect these big brutes, but then they come out with, like, that, that backstage promo last week. Uh, I, I what know. is... With, by the way, what is with Otis? Every time he gets in before he locks up, he has to shake, like, yeah, come on and get ya. Like, what, what is with the shaking? Like, every time we have to lock up and shit, like, yeah, or whatever he does there. I do enjoy when he does the worm into the elbow drop. I think that's 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 tremendous. But what is with the way he shakes it? Like, yeah, like, what the fuck? Uh, vocally, it's like he's kind of merged Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> that's for the power of throwing through the veins, man. Oh, yeah, the rocket fuel, man. Rocket fuel. Tear down the cockpit door. <laughs> like, all right. But one thing that I did enjoy, um, I did also enjoy um, Velveteen Dream and Ricochet against Lars Sullivan. I, I thought that the way they executed was great. And then, you screw me, I screw you. Yeah. Um, I seen... Uh, as soon as somebody new loses their first match, you get this crowd of people who instantly you overuse the word Berry. Yep. Um, so according to some people, Ricochet is now buried because he's lost no, his he first wasn't. match. Shut up. No, he wasn't. Not you, Daz. I'm talking about those people. Oh, yeah, no, I, know, was... I know. Um, oh. like, first of all, he was beat and pinned by this monstrous big guy. Lars Sullivan, who was bigger than Ricochet. Yeah. Second of all, he was betrayed by his tag team partner, so he didn't lose clean. No. And this makes me happy now, because obviously we're going to get Ricochet and Velveteen Dream again. So I'm happy to see that feud continue. Yeah. Um, and if it's anything like um, the standards we've seen from Velveteen at TakeOver, it's, that's going to be one hell of a match. What do you think about the Undisputed Era promo? Because it looks like we're going to get uh, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan getting that tag team title shot. Yeah, I re I'm really digging the style of these segments where you know it's just the four of them hanging out backstage. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of interviewing each other. It, it's, it's just like a group of friends having a chat. 
I like how we called him Mr. Number Two, so next week it looks like we're going to get Roderick Strong and Danny Birch. Yeah. I also like the catchphrase. I mean, that, that's not that's not a question. That's undisputed. I loved it. That was great. He just puts up the figures. I thought that was great. Did you see Roddy's face where he's like, I'm sorry? He, like, mouthed, I'm sorry at the end of that, too. I thought that was tremendous. I was I was more focused on Bobby Fish's face. <laughs> oh, Bobby Fish. <laughs> you know what? Just just let Bobby Fish talk. I know he's hurt, but just let him just talk. I don't even know who Oni Lorcan is. Oni who? Danny Burt? Who are these guys? That was great. <laughs> just let Bobby Fish talk. It was tremendous. Um, yeah, now, sorry to go back to the Mae Young Classic. Um, Tony Storm, who was in last year's semifinals, has uh, yeah. apparently been rumored to be getting a full-time WWE contract, so... And I know she was a big favorite of um, Kenny Keller in last year's tournament. Uh, I think well, he's uh, seen her a few times on the indie scene. So, yeah. well, my friend and my my friend and my great rival, that is Mr. Kenny Keller. Well, he does have good taste, so I definitely agree with him on that. <laughs> Tony Storm is tremendous, man. I'm really happy to see her get that contract. I think Jazz is, is Jazzy Gabber going to get that contract, or did did she already have a contract? The only other name I've heard um, is, uh, as you said, Shirai. Oh, uh, man, I, and I'm looking forward to that, man, if that does happen. Because stardom, she's an integral part of that you know, division, and I think that would be great to see her there. I mean, we got to see some stardom talent in the Women of Honor tournament with Mayu Iwatani. Yeah. Uh, we got to see, you know, Kajetsu. But, yeah, man, if Shirai is in that, that's great. Speaking of something great. The greatest heel in the business, Tommaso Ciampa, and Johnny Gargano calling him out. You think he's going to retire, but he's like, no, get your ass out here so we can finish this. And Candace is begging him off, begging him off. Tommaso Ciampa is a gift from the gods. Just, the, the man is, <laughs> every time he comes out, he's excellent. That's all right, Johnny, you're a little boy. If, you, if, if you're still in there that ring, I'm going to end this. And he's like, go ahead, Johnny, listen to your wife. <laughs> yeah, little boy. Listen to your wife, Johnny. <sighs> I mean, we knew this feud was going to be good, but oh, Matt, the level Champa takes it to as a heel. Nobody gets to do that anymore. And then he elbows Johnny, and there goes down. Down goes Candace. Yeah. I mean, you... a lot of uh, Champa's best heel work is on Twitter. <laughs> the dude blocked the WWE Network. Oh, that's tremendous. <laughs> See, now I did not know that. Now that he, he blocked the WWE Network. Oh, that's hilarious. Now, you do realize some people will be critical about the Candice LeRae thing, and do you know why? No. This goes back to the Impact fans because they'll complain, oh, they're copying Eddie Edwards when he accidentally hit his wife with the kendo stick. It's a different thing, and do you know why it's different? Because people actually give a shit about Candice LeRae and not Alicia Edwards. And I don't mean that as any disrespect to Alicia Edwards, because she's tremendous on the independency, but you hardly use that girl. She was in the Davey Richards feud with Eddie Edwards, and then she's a part of the Sammy Callahan feud, and you hardly ever see her wrestle. So it's completely different, though. And unless this feud is joined by Champa's wife, it's completely different. Like, it's completely, completely different. I'm sorry, but don't don't compare it to Eddie Edwards and, and Sammy Callahan. No, I mean, also, um, Candice is well known for getting physical with men as well. Yeah, she's had great intergender matchups. Her and Joey Ryan did their thing on the independent scene. So, 
Yeah, like, and I thought that was that just adds more, you know, emotion, and it adds more, you know, accentuates the feud going for going forward. And do, do, last thing I'll mention about that, by the way, is so apparently Eddie Edwards went insane and uh, beat the crap out of Tommy Dreamer in a House of Hardcore show. So God, Slam Anniversary, please tell me they're going down the direction or a friggin' Eddie Edwards versus Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. all I wanted to hear. <laughs> um, That's all I wanted to hear. I mean, we all like Tommy Dreamer. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Tommy Dreamer, but yeah. Just stick to stick to doing House of Hard, uh, booking House of Hardcore, Tommy. Well, you know what them and Impact have in common? House of Hardcore. Um. Well, I don't think House of Hardcore are under pressure. Twitch. Twitch, of course. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Champa and Gargano was amazing. Great way to cap off NXT, and I'm looking forward to seeing what we got next week with Roddy and Danny Birch and uh and uh oh god. I just friggin' had a brain fart. What the hell was the other match? <laughs> what the hell was the other match? Oh my god. This, this, can't, this can't is gonna be either. Oh my god. No, no, no. This is really going to make me mad now. Oh, Shane and Dakota Kai. Yeah, look for all those matches. I just had a brain fart. It, like, legit went out of my head what the other match was. I'm like, I just mentioned it, like, two minutes ago. All right, so, yeah, Shane and Dakota Kai, Roddy, and Danny Burch going to be great. Okay, now on to some comedy. Okay, what's um, the comedy? Fucking Ryback. What the hell happened to Ryback? I didn't hear about this. Um... Well, on the, the the conversation with the big guy, uh, he re- he's well, he's revealed what killed his um, uh, early push in WWE, and it's basically okay. um, I shouldn't have lost when I did to CM Punk. I should have never been put in that position with the momentum that we had. Uh, it goes on and on about it's not rocket science. We had lightning in a bottle. No, you kept watching. And then it goes on to, oh, shit happens. And then it ends with this. And this is the best part. (laughs) Um, Everything was great. There were good moments from that run. But anybody that knows anything about pro wrestling knows that it was all by design. It is what it is. It was a great learning experience. But who the fuck cares? It's all fake anyways. All right, back. Um, Who gave this guy a microphone? (laughs) Well... I can see his point about the CM Punk thing because everybody was chanting "Feed me more" and getting behind him. But like you mentioned, he botched. I like I would not want to see him as the champion. And I, I remember this early botch because when he was starting to get red hot again, you know how he was killing the enhancement talents, the yeah. jobbers, and then he friggin' wrestles Jack Swagger on Raw. He gives him a backdrop and drops him on his head. So I'm like, yeah. do not make that guy a champion. He, he's going to botch. He's going to hurt somebody. And that's what they did. They didn't have him win, which I can see the point. You know, the whole screw job thing with Brad Maddox. So there goes Brad Maddox's name again. But, yeah, the screw job with Brad Maddox. And But, yeah, he, he did not need to win the title. I'm sorry. No. And he shouldn't have been a champion. Like I said, he did have a lot of momentum, but that was because of his look. Yeah. That's and literally he was a big all guy. it was. Um, and because literally he was a big guy. Yeah. And if we go back to CM Punk's podcast with uh, Colt Cabana. <clears throat> I'm sure Punk even said something along the lines of he was willing to put him over, he wanted to work with him and make him look good, but he was fucking dumb as fuck and too dangerous. He had a point there. 
And then Ryback will, you know, say what he said because he actually think he's actually probably going to go in the Hall of Fame in in the future. No, <laughs> yeah. you dumb motherfucker, you. No, your career is not Hall of Fame worthy. I'm sorry. I was supposed to bury AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Well, AJ, well, that's what they wanted to do. But then Chris Jericho, thank God, talked to Vince McMahon like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I don't even believe that's what they wanted to do anyway. Well. I think I do believe the fact that Vince didn't see anything in Styles and Jericho said, "Out of you, are you pretty much?" He didn't say it, but he pretty much, roughly said, "Are you out of your fucking mind, Vince?" And then this is what led to him and Styles. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I can understand Vince um, not really knowing what to do with AJ Styles. I mean, all he all he probably knew was he was big in TNA, big in Japan, but. I don't know what oh, but he's such a small guy, Kevin. Yeah. What's the What's the big deal behind this? AJ Styles come out. He's a skinny white guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same guy oh. that we're gonna get on Camp WWE that finds some funny. That ha ha, new girls farted. What is it? Uh, Kevin Nash calls him vanilla midgets. He's oh, a vanilla midget. midget. Vanilla midget. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, I gotta say this. I know you don't watch Camp WWE. Oh, oh I do. God. I do. Oh, you do. Yeah. What'd you think about the latest episode with uh, I Live Here Now? Wait a minute. Was that episode two or three? That was the last one. I think it was episode. Uh, oh, not the one with Nikki and the Nikki and the and the horse. I think that was the latest one. No, Nikki and the horse was the same one where they stuck their dicks in the uh, in the pool thing. Yeah. Okay, I may not have seen that one. The last one I saw was um, Stone Cold seeking the Ultimate Warrior. Hell that may have yeah. been last week. Yes, that was tremendous. Feel the power of the warrior. Are you you legit? We're driving on the ceiling just now. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's funny. But yeah, this is Vincent, who's same humor as <laughs> New Girl Sparted. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I mean, don't get me wrong. They do. They do a funny job with Camp, uh, Camp WWE. They actually, let them curse, and you know, it's you can thank Seth Green and all these guys for it. Yeah. I, it, it's funny. It's better than all right. People complain about Camp WWE Vince's humor, but what would you rather have? Would you rather have that, or would you rather have Mr. McMahon and his ass and his ass and his ass? Like no. I'll stick with Camp WWE. I think one of the best parts of Camp WWE is the exaggeration in Triple H's voice. Because he always oh, uh, talks Mr. like this. Mr. McMahon. Uh... <laughs> well, the last one was his father coming in to yeah. meet Steph. Triple H voiced the father. Yeah. Quadruple H. Quadruple H. That's funny. I haven't seen, still haven't seen anything as sort of whoa as the first episode is when um cena snorted undertaker's grandparents yo yo mr mcmahon yo that was probably the most un-pg thing i've seen on a wwe show so far since they went pg obviously i know and it's so funny it just the way that they portrayed john cena as a kid there yo at the campgrounds yo it's funny what i did also you want to talk about whoa I really did enjoy this past table for three with Edge, Christian, and the Hardy Boys. Yeah, I haven't got eyes on it yet. Um, but yeah, I look forward to seeing it. Um, I do wonder, I mean, after last time when we had um, Kurt Angle and AJ Styles, if we're mm-hmm. going to get any talk of TNA again, because obviously Christian was a big star in TNA, Matt and Jeff were big stars. Um, I I can say this: they did not mention that, and obviously uh, they did not, they did not mention Edge and Matt Hardy back in 05, like Canoe. 
Do you know, dude, that didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> oh shit. They didn't even mention it when they were actually on the awesome, the Edge and Christians pot of awesomeness. They didn't even talk about that. They mostly yeah. just talked about their, their feud. We completely blocked out the fact that, you know, Edge slept with Matt Hardy's girlfriend. We completely glossed over that. Even, even the Which, Hall of Fame, that didn't cross my mind when they were all on the stage at the same time. Well, I think they've all moved on. You know what it is? Well, I yeah, think neither, they've all. Neither of them are Wibbly to anymore, so it doesn't matter. Dude, can you believe that's been over 13 years now? Wow. Bite this. Bite. When, when Matt phoned in. Oh. <laughs> Don't get me started on Bite. This that was one of my favorite episodes. I know it was a goddamn angle. That was tremendous. Just him reaching. Oh, and everybody can check me out at Ring of Honor this weekend. I'm like, yeah. Nice little Ring of Honor plug there, Matt. <laughs> I like that. Oh. Realism, people. Realism. Real reality, not freaking total Bella's bullshit. When... Oh, God, they're back together. Oh, well. Well, let's just say Cena and Nikki broke up, and then a couple of weeks later, we're gonna have them back together so we can film it all for Total Bellas. <laughs> it's fucking work. Like it's, it's a fucking work. Work, 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 work. Oh God, just and I, I'm not even watching Total Bellas. Like I cannot watch this because I see the preview and it's John Cena going. For God's sake, be honest with me. Yeah. Really, really, John. Honesty. And you, in the same sentence. <laughs> really, Mr. Cena. And yes, I know you abolished the house rules, Mr. Cena. And your last. Oh, how nice of you. Ooh, something in my throat there. Ironically, as I said, Kendra Lust. Um. <laughs> well, well, that's the only thing Rod Ryback has going for him, because I love Kendra Lust, by the way. And number two, Phoenix Marie is his co-host. The adult star known as Miss Phoenix Marie is his co-host on that show. Oh, I was still talking about Cena. Oh, oh, you're talking about Cena, yeah. Yes. Hurricane. Yes, his, uh, that his I first know. marriage. Well, you mentioned an adult star, which that's why I had to bring up Phoenix Marie, <laughs> because apparently the adult star known as Phoenix Marie is Ryback's co-host now. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, Kendra... See, now you're going to make me think about Kendra Lesnar, too, because that woman is a beautiful woman. Oh. Cena thinks so, too. Oh, freaking... <laughs> Fucking John Cena and Kendra Lust. Uh, well, is it Jack Swagger? I think his wife wasn't was in the adult entertainment world as well. Nice. Yeah, way to go, Jack. <laughs> well, speaking of way to go, Jack, you know what was one of the smartest things Jack Swagger did? Uh, well, I'm not sure if it was joining MMA. Well, that would be the first part of it. You know what the second smartest thing he did was? What? Not go to Impact? Oh, yeah, of course, obviously. That's the smartest thing anybody can do. Well, like I said, if you want to make work, I know you got to feed your families, but it's just like... Yeah. <laughs> but it's that company just has such a stank on it. Not even a stink, Des. It has a stank on it. Stank. Stank. That just, that just uh, reminds me of Mark Henry. When he was, uh, I think it was Chris Jericho, he was taunting about Trish. She gonna, she gonna have my stank all over her. <laughs> I remember that, yes. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, oh man, good times. Good, good times. Um. Oh! I, I forgot what? to mention, Johnny Impact is on Survivor. Well, he is an Impact, so he is a Survivor. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, he's he's on the new he's gonna be on the new season of Survivor. Nice. 
That which that that's ran nice. in the UK for like one season. Did it really? Maybe two, but yeah, oh. it didn't yeah, last. Well, we still get the luxury of having Survivor here in the United States, so good for Johnny Impact. I mean, Kenny King was on The Bachelorette. Uh, they, I think Jesse Goddard, from, who was, I don't even know if he's in Impact. If he's gone, well, good for you, Jesse, because you probably had enough. Uh, Jesse Goddard is going to be on The Amazing Race, They're, or he's trying to get on The Amazing Race, so we shall see. Well, Jesse Goddard fits because he was on Big Brother, so in the end, reality TV, but whatever. Uh, Big Brother I know. and all that stuff can just... I hate it all. I hate it all too, man. I, I'm right there with you. I hate it all too, but it's just again, if, if you give them exposure, that's great. But I hate those shows. Yeah. And I'm gonna be sitting rocking in a corner next week, uh, and I'm sure anybody else in the UK will understand why when Love Island returns. Ugh. What the hell is Love Island? You don't want to know, man. It's <laughs> well, you told me about who who is the group that did the cover of Crossroads. Oh, um, Blazing Squad. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say that right now. I love the UK. You guys are my homies. But our reality shows suck. And Bone Thugs and Harmony did it better. <laughs> and what, 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 okay, what, what is Love Island? You got to just explain to this to me really quickly. It is literally like sex-addicted single people on an island. Wait a minute. And they all love themselves. We technically get this here in the U.S. We have X on the Beach on MTV. Very, 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 very similar. Okay, so it's pretty much like X on the Beach. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I see. Now I know this. So is, is Love Island... How many seasons are they into, by the way? Because X on the Beach is relatively new for us here in the U.S. on MTV. How many seasons is Love Island into? I don't know. Too many already. <laughs> All right. Now I got to look this up. See, now you got me intrigued. It's, it's the kind of show Enzo Amore would love to be part of. And it's just called Love Island like that? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to look this up very, very quickly because, you see, you got me interested now. <laughs> All right, oh, Love Island. Okay, Love Island. Love... Oh, my God. Who is this fucking jacked-up douchebag with the backwards hat? I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, this this. Okay. Uh, okay, season – I believe we're in season – Four of this? Yeah, wait a minute, hold on. Da, 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 da. Let me go to Wikipedia. I got my dollar in my pocket. Love Island. Uh, da, da. Okay, so it's had three seasons and it's coming on four. Oh my god, you guys had this on the air since June of 2015 and it's still going? What the fuck? Yeah. The worst god. thing about it is so it's so popular and I don't understand why because it's fucking terrible. So, um... <clears throat> oh yeah, god, this is terrible. Oh, who's the host of this? Freaking Caroline... Okay, well, this chick is not bad. Like, and this Caroline Flack, who's, like, the presenter, like, the host of this thing. Is she, like, the host of this? Because she's, she's not bad looking. Oh, yeah, she's hosted a few things. See, that's the silver lining we get to introduce Mike to another British presenter. Okay, you see, she's no Rachel Riley, but Caroline <laughs> Flack is basically... You know I love Rachel Riley, man. Like, I, I can't even. Rachel Riley's the shiz did. But, yeah, you know, well, you guys have a lot of beautiful women there. Rachel Riley. Yeah, Caroline Flack's not bad. I like her. Um, i Good old Rachel Stevens. I'll never beat Rachel Stevens for an S Club. I'd like to go to that S Club party. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm done before this really goes off the rails. But yes, I can, you can see why that show's bad. But there's a silver lining in Caroline Black. Uh, all right. So um, earlier on, we touched on uh, pay-per-views extending. Apparently, they're going to be starting an hour early. So that's that's one good thing. Mm -hmm. um, so like, 
usually they start the big four starts at seven PM over there. Yep. Now it's gonna be starting at six PM. Okay. Uh, which means eleven PM for us. <clears throat> hmm. So so you guys get it till like three in the morning and we get it till eleven PM. Yeah, well it beats or four we... in the morning. Oh yeah, it beats four in the morning. That is true. You were correct on that. <laughs> But yeah, just it's just too long. You know, now I won't complain about New Japan being too long because you know why? Because it's fucking New Japan. But yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose we could be accused of being contradicting when we say three, uh, four people hours be is too long. Because oh, it's four hours long and look at New Japan. I'm like, well, that's, that's pretty much every New Japan show is three, four hours long. Yeah, it's different though because that's just pure wrestling. It's pure wrestling. Like, and by the way, where's Ishimori? Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, and apparently I have not seen the match yet, but from what I heard, him and Will Ospreay was very, very good. Yeah. Um, one last thing I think we can talk about. Um, obviously, CM Punk we talked about last week. Um, mm-hmm. oh, there's a lot of rumors about Punk being at All In. And he is going to be signing for Pro Wrestling Tees the day before. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he was backstage at the press conference for All In. Uh, just the other no, day. That's, that's cool. And I mean, somebody joked and said, "Put him, make him the newest member of the Bullet Club." I'd be down for that. I'd be okay with that too. <laughs> um, apparently, he was only there to pick up the t-shirts, but you know, it does kind of fuel the rumors that maybe he's going to be part of the show. Uh, if he is, I will mark the fuck out. I have no issues um, saying that. I'll mark the fuck out for CM Punk if he's on the show. He doesn't even need to wrestle. He just needs to be on a wrestling show. Now, I have to check this out for one second because I think his fight is next week or a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, UFC 225. Hold on one second. UFC 225. So I think it's the week yeah, before. June 9th. Yeah. June 9th. Oh, the same night as Dominion. Now, what would what do you want to check out? Would you rather see Dominion or would you rather see CM Punk against Mike Jackson? Well, I mean, luckily they're going to be different time zones. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, now, I, well, this this card actually does not look too bad. Holly Holm's going to be on there. I mean, this UFC thing. There's a lot of great names on there. Alistair Overeem, but yeah, CM Punk and Mike Jackson. He's got a that's a tough fight because freaking Mike Jackson is the shit. Have you seen Mike Jackson in UFC? Hmm. No, I'm, 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 I'm thinking of Rampage Jackson. No. Okay. Oh, God, don't <laughs> start a Rampage Jackson. Fucking aces and eights with him and Tito Ortiz. <laughs> but no, Mike Jackson is actually not bad. He's actually pretty much said that in the promo that he wants to fuck CM Punk up. I believe a lot of people have said that. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying. Yeah, apparently, he's... Well, a lot of people in UFC said it, but yeah, he really just wants to uh, uh, get him a little beat down. Uh, which I hope he does well this time around than the first go around. Yeah, uh, from what I'm from what I've heard, he's going to be in the the opening fights on the main card. So, oh wow, okay, means you don't have to wait up all night. Um, now, oh shit, I forgot his name. Um, somebody complained about Punk being on on the main card. Uh, yeah, I, it I, it's gone. But who okay. cares? Yeah, it was it, it was a UFC uh, pundit or whatever. Oh, why is he on the main car when he's a new fighter? Yeah, he's a wrestler and derp and derp and derp. No, just just leave it alone. Yeah, Shut the I fuck mean, up. He, he said something like, oh, he shouldn't even, he should be on an amateur show. Okay. Just shut up, bro. 
this is the problem that I have because I'm a fan of both mixed martial arts and and wrestling. And then everybody has to bring that stigma and friggin' debate over friggin' MMA and wrestling. Just enjoy both of them. Yeah. Okay. He he lost his first fight pretty quickly. Um, he doesn't have a very much momentum. A lot of people don't believe in him, so it's fair enough. But at the same time, UFC is a entertainment business, and CM Punk draws money. Okay, maybe not as much money as Conor McGregor, but CM Punk's a name people are interested in. So if you mm-hmm. put him on the card, more people, some a, a portion of people who probably don't even watch UFC may tune in. Um, and then there's the other plus side. We get to hear cult of personality again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing as Ronda Rousey getting the first match at WrestleMania. She didn't get it because she was built up in NXT and had a good run. She got it because she's Ronda Rousey and she's going to make money. People are going to tune in to see Ronda Rousey. And she killed it, by the way. Yes, she did. So it's all it's all about business. Names equals money. Very true, my friend. Very true. Now, you want, want to go over... Oh, okay. So here's what we have so far announced for Dominion. Are you ready? Y'all can't wait. Okada Omega yes. in a no-time-limit best two-out-of-three falls match for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Tetsuya Naito versus Chris Jericho for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Yep. Los Ingobernables de Japón defend the IWGP Tag Team Championships against the Young Bucks. Young Bucks. <laughs> Mysterio is in action against TBA. Will Ospreay will de- be defending the Junior Heavyweight Championship against the p- opponent to be determined. And in a three-way matchup for the Never Openweight Championship, Hiroki Goto defends against Taichi and Michael Elgin. Big Mike! Already a solid, solid card. Yep. Um, speaking of Osprey, I love his new finisher, the Stormbreaker. Oh, I saw that. That was very nice. So cool. Um, yeah, well, what a card. And it's... Two weeks. Two weeks, yes. Hopefully we can do a second episode of New Japan Max Wrestling and cover Dominion. Um, well, what a way to come back, Daz. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want to talk about Naito and Jericho? You fuck face? <laughs> fuck it, I'm not trying to kill. I'm fucking crazy. Naito, I want to fuck you up. Los Ingobernables de Apollo, kiss my fucking ass. <laughs> Good times. Um, Young Bucks are also the topic of conversation as they Contracts will be expiring oh late this year because there was a two year deal they signed in late 2016. Um, oh, they got six months left on the contract. Well, they did mention on Talk is Jericho that WWE is not their goal, so obviously, yeah. I think to stick with New Japan. I mean, immediately when contracts are coming to an end, people go, Oh, they're gonna go to this place, they're gonna go to that place, they're gonna go no. to WWE. No, um. I think Nick Jackson replied saying, you know, never say never, but we're very happy with what we're doing. Yeah, but why wouldn't you? Bullet Club is one of the biggest things in pro wrestling right now. And yes, people can make fun of and call it a cheap knockoff of the NWO. But hence, I do remember a certain club by the name of Finn Balor, Carl Anderson, and Luke, uh, Luke Gallows freaking doing the two suite with Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Triple H, and, the, and DX at Raw 25. They all did the two suite. So I yeah. think they care, no? Um, Matt also made a good point on um, Talk of Jericho saying uh, if they left for WWE right now it'd be dumb because they 
couldn't pay us what they're making right now or with the schedule. Um, <clears throat> I mean, they could afford to pay, but they wouldn't. Well, they're pretty much fucking everybody in the ass right now, too, because it, they're giving a big fuck you because it's like, oh, all in, all in, you know, what well, well, that's not going to do. They sold out in fucking 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, it's a big fuck you to all the people that didn't think that they could do it. And I'm really looking forward to all in. I think it's going to be a great weekend. So, yeah, I'm fucking all in. You're all in. June is looking good for wrestling. It is. It really is. <clears throat> and and then, then there's July. What pay-per-views in July now, I've Oh, for WWE? Well, yeah. we got money in... I got it. Let me check. Because Money well, in the that. Bank used to be in July. Now it's in June. Right, so now I got it. Between Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. All right. I'm going to take a look. Well, then we have the other event that's in July. Oh. Um, under pressure. No, that's that's the impact. We got, oh, shit, we're still in business. Slam anniversary. Oh, yeah. That used to be in June as well. See, I'm confused, people. <laughs> they keep moving pay-per-views around. Well, it just goes NXT TakeOver... Then money in the bank. Let me see what's happening. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What? Slammiversary is supposed to be their anniversary of their first pay-per-view. Why is it in July when their anniversary is in June? I know. Well, they moved friggin' Bound for Glory to friggin' September last year, so what, what? I don't know. Then again, look at the company that we're talking uh, about. Now I'm okay, under so pressure. <laughs> now after money in the bank, it just goes straight to the United Kingdom Championship Tournament, which takes place on June 18th and June 19th. Yeah. Then after that, we have Extreme Rules on July 15th, yeah. the week before. Oh, shit, we're still on business anniversary. Yeah. Not, not so extreme rules. Yeah. And this year, it's going to be taking place in Kurt Angle's hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Corey Graves' hometown, and Elias' hometown. Hmm. Yeah, so then, it, then after... Who's that? Kurt Angle. I said Kurt Angle. Oh, I thought you said Corey. Uh, well, Corey Graves is also... Corey Graves is from Pittsburgh. Right, and okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Saxton. Pittsburgh. Damn it, Saxton. <laughs> Shut up, Saxton. It's Lana Day. Um, yeah, but no. Then after um, Extreme Rules, it'll be SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver. Brooklyn, Brooklyn again. Hmm. So yeah, after Money in the Bank, it's Extreme Rules. Or not so Extreme Rules. Yeah, not so Extreme Rules. But right after Money in the Bank, it is, well, like legit right after Money in the Bank, because June 16th and June 17th, we have TakeOver Chicago, Money in the Bank, and then the 18th and 19th, we have the UK tournament. So four straight nights of wrestling. Boom. Boom! Um, also, now that I know it's Extreme Rules, um, we're predicting a double knockout for AJ Nakamura probably going to lead to an I quit match at Extreme Rules. It's like the Energizer Bunny. It keeps going and going and going and going. Yeah. And to make a Black Eyed Peas reference, and the beat keeps running, running, and running, running, and running, running. But of course Nakamura can't quit because no speak English. No speak English. The best was what you said. Nakamura, you suck. What'd you say? I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> That was so funny. Nakamura, you suck. What'd you say? I said you I suck. Don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> That's up there with I'm make... from Winnipeg, you idiot. Yeah. I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. That makes another pop culture reference. Friggin', friggin', uh, what's his face? Uh, Jason Derulo. Been around the world, don't speak the language. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's actually a lot of good videos out there of um, wrestlers caught giving back talk to hecklers. Uh, the other one that sticks out is Undertaker. You suck. Your mama sucks. Oh, one of my favorite ones that he did was, if you sleep with your brother, sleep with your sister, say what? What? <laughs> Thank you, Alexa Bliss. Oh man, <laughs> the best one. <laughs> the other day, remember Vengeance 2001? He's like, everybody's saying RVD, RVD, and the Undertaker goes, RVD's getting his ass kicked. Well, Alexa Bliss is the best one as, as far as doing the heel promos. I think what makes it for her is not only is she great at, you know, you know, insulting people like with the what chance and everything. Yeah. It's just she's so great at doing that whole, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry I didn't do it sooner. Yeah. Um, she is very good at insulting the fans, but she still doesn't have the top one. Which one? Which is, of course, you have a vagina. That was great. Nice bohawk. You probably watch TNA. <laughs> it's good. It's good. No, it's well. <sighs> yeah, I want you to jump the barricade and hit me. I hope your parents die. Oh, CM Punk in say... Indies was vicious. Yeah, he was very, very vicious. Or You're the best. A whore. But... Dude, you beat me to the punch. I was about to say punk and homicide, <laughs> FIP. You're a whore. <laughs> Did you see the video on YouTube? Like this girl's at a signing and he's like, Can you say the line you said homicide? And he's like, There's kids around. Yeah. I can't say here. <laughs> I can't say that here. Oh, God, I miss CM Punk. Well, it was great because the guys like go to him. Come on, say it, say it, say it, you're a whore. I remember that match you had with Hamza. He's like, dude, I can't say that here. There's kids around. See, nice guy, Phil. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, there we go. Like we said, a stacked June, possibly a CM Punk appearance. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, that that's pretty much it. So. Before we go any anywhere, just a quick reminder that the next time we bring you a trivia special will be Trivia Takeover 3.0, Pick Your Poison on June 30th. See, another good thing about June. Uh, which will be the second anniversary of the Knowledge Championship. Um, each participant will be getting to choose the type of trivia in each round until we are left with only one Knowledge Champion. We're also bringing back the special tradition of our specials where everybody on the show cuts a promo on a wrestler of their choice. And we will announce the second theme song next week, but the first one for the show is Unstoppable by For The Fallen Dreams, which you can check out on their new album 6, available on iTunes and Spotify. Well, folks, thank you for listening. Don't forget, you can find us at Max Wrestling on SoundCloud and Podomatic. Look for us on YouTube, iTunes and Stitcher. And of course on Facebook at Max Wrestling UK. Everybody's welcome to join the interactive group, which is Max Wrestling Interactive on Facebook. And you can find me at Dazzy MWP and Mike is available at. I have a question before I get into my social media. Oh, okay. So the trivia takeover special where I'm defending my knowledge championship, I have a question about it. Okay. Is my friend the Phoenix gonna come back and win it? Um, well, he can come back anytime with that briefcase. Yes, he does. That's what I'm saying, man. Is he going to come back? <laughs> is he going to cash in 
that thing, mister. Look at me. I got an Iron Bank contract. I can cash in any time. I just might do it. Friggin' trying to put it over my head. I just might. I just might. Whatever, Phoenix. I see you. That's all I had to say. Well, That's all I had to say. It can go and one of two possibly... ways. Yeah. It can that's go what Edge or Baron Corbin. Now you see. I'm about to promote my social media, and I'm about to, like, crack up laughing that you said Barry Corbin. <laughs> Phoenix will be Barry Corbin. He'll be the lone wolf. Oh! I love you, Phoenix. Anyway, the Twitter is at SMShow1 or at MCL92. The SoundCloud is MCLarkin92. More interviews, more shows, and I can say as far as the interviews go, the latest one will probably be tomorrow. Not sure yet, but stay tuned. There's a lot of great stuff coming from there. Looking forward to working on that end and just keep doing more Max specials and Max podcasts. So I'm happy and just stay tuned, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Throne Zone will be returning soon for the second series as we look back at the story so far. Um, you can catch up with the first series now where we go all through the past, uh, the previous last season, uh, season seven at Throne Zone UK. Screen Gems will, again, hopefully be relaunching soon. Um, We were going to try and do the first episode uh, last week, but stuff happened. Uh, So, yeah, we'll get back to that as soon as we can. You can follow it at DB Screen Gems for the first series, which was called Hidden Gems. And join us next week as we get closer and closer to all those special events coming up in June and whatever else happens during the week, including Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe. And that's the bottom line, bitch. If you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Bitch. Under pressure. I have two words. Love Island. Uh, <laughs> I would Push rather watch TNA. Push it down on me. <laughs> Push it down on me. Are you kidding me?